You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Tombstones quake. Tombstones wing and wake. Happy haunts materialize. And begin to vocalize. Grim grinning ghosts are to socialize. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Gina and Sarah from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 554, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news. If you're looking to reschedule or to book a trip, one of our agents would be glad to help. Email them today at info at yourstorytravel.com or visit their site at yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. So please know that the most fun for us to deliver, of course, is the good news coming out of Disney. And um, I know I always leave the poor bad news for Sarah a lot of times, and I don't mean to do that. So I'm kicking it off with the sad news to hope that we go to the good stuff before it ends. But after we recorded the show last week, Disney announced the next day that they were letting 28,000 cast members of all different levels of jobs go. Um, And this is due, of course, to the pandemic and the the, um, hit that Disney has taken. 67% of those employees were part-time employees. 6,709 of them were union members. The layoffs were set to be, or they're set to begin on December the 4th, excuse me. And some of the unions involved with the company are still in a discussion to determine permanent details or just a layoff situation. And part of the layoffs include the end of the minivans. I don't know if you guys heard that this week, but the minivan system, which I never got to ride in, is now gone. And that also includes 400 engineers. Uh, The news was like a punch in the gut. I know for all of us that were talking and chatting back and forth, it was just horrible uh, to think that these poor cast members are out of jobs after they've been sitting waiting diligently. And that means until now they've had their insurance, but now they don't have pay or insurance. So we're just asking that you keep these cast members and their families and your thoughts and your prayers as they transition and hopefully Um, We can get some things up. I know there are some ways I think we're going to talk about later in the show of how you can support them. Yeah, it was so, so sad. I have a story that goes right along with it. Um, One of the hardest for a lot of us was that on Saturday, October 3rd, that was the last day for the Grand Floridian um, Society Orchestra. They played at Hollywood Studios. They had seven shows on their last day. Um, of course, the media covered it like crazy. They were all over that last day. They shared photos of the members on their Facebook page wearing their masks. Um, there is a petition. So like Vicki said, there are some things you can do. There's a petition going around to save them or in this case, maybe bring them back. At this point though, they are no longer going to be playing at Disney. So they are, how, how long was it? 20? 32 years. 32 Okay, I had it backwards. I'm like dyslexic. So this year, or this week, while I was researching it, 
I didn't realize that two years ago they had lost one of their members. Um, like over the weekend, he went home and had a heart attack and died. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, they've all been together. So, I mean, can you imagine? We've only been all working together for a little over a year. I can't even imagine working with somebody for 32 years and have that happen. Right. Just it's devastating. Well, here's some more sad news. Uh, we also found out that Yeehaw Bob, who played for the River Roost Lounge at Disney's Fort Orleans, has been let go as part of the 28,000 Disney cast members that lost their jobs. Bob posted this quote on his social media, and that is how it ends, not with a bang, but with a whimper. I've just learned my act will not be returning to Disney. I made so many friends over the last 23 years, and it was a great time. We had a lot of laughs together. I'll be continuing my Sunday shows for now. I'll keep you posted. I'm still digesting all of this. The Sunday shows are on Bob Jackson's Facebook page, which I actually did start following that. That's where I got the 23 years. Oh, well, if you want to listen to Yeehaw Bob, at least we still can for now. Um, I hope he'll continue that because I'm sure he has. I've never heard him in person. I, I did see, I think it was a YouTube video, but it's just sad. I just the can't t- imagine. The I've, time they've invested. I mean, our, my question is, is when things are better and, you know, everything gets back to normal, are they going to hire these people back? And do we know, I ha- I looked, but I didn't see anything. If any, did you guys see anything about who's the guy that plays outside of Casey's? Because it's closed right now. I was wondering, worried that they let him go too. No, oh, I didn't see that. Okay. I don't well, remember it at least. I don't know. I know Nick will be sad because he loved to listen to him. My thought and my fear with the, the question you just asked, Gina, about them hiring them back is that Disney is in more of a hole than it's going to take a long time for them right. to get back. It's not just going to be a quick recovery that they'll bounce straight back from. Like COVID has hit so many companies so hard. Right. And so I'm afraid that they're going to, now that they have an, a new position for this, they would rather pay somebody new that they could pay At a less lower money. pay. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm and get rid of these these seasoned people who who are part of Disney, who just make the experience. So sad. Yeah. Um, so if you hadn't heard, family, friends, and fans of the original Mickey Mouse Club are mourning the loss of Mouseketeer Bonnie Lou Kern. The cast member from the original television series passed away in Worcester, Ohio at the age of 79 on Monday, September 28th. Her death came just a few days from the show's 65th anniversary. Bonnie was a, Bonnie was cast in the Mickey Mouse Club at the age of 14. Kern starred along with fellow Mouseketeers such as Annette Funicello, Bobby Burgess, and Sharon Baird when the show debuted on October 3rd, 1955 on the ABC television network. Bonnie even had a leading role in the very first the Wonder Mouseketeers, an episode which saw her co-stars trying to save her from a fishing net that she got caught in. So that's sad to hear that she passed away. I wonder if my friend knew her. I have a friend that's from Wooster. I'll have to find out. I don't remember her as prominently. I just feel like um, Jimmy... Uh, Annette Finicello is the only one that really stands yeah, out. Yeah, Annette and Jimmy. The one I know. Yeah, because um, isn't that the one that, yeah, that they brought on... Um, Full House, and Danny was like, dun, 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 Annette. And, uh, <laughs> and so he was acting it out, and that's all I can think of in my head. But yeah, 
I remembered her face when I saw it, but my mom used to always turn those on for me as reruns. They came on after school. And so I remembered her face when I saw it, but just sad. But I'm glad that she had a pretty good life. I mean, 73 years, that's, I mean, it's not as long as some people live, but there's been a lot of young people dying during COVID, so. I was going to say, I wonder if she, wonder what she died of. She had COVID or? It didn't say. There was nothing released on that, and maybe it will come out later. So Disney commented this week on Florida moving into phase three and Disney understands the governor DeSantis' statement, but at this time, they're not choosing to change the capacity limits, social distancing, mask wearing in the parks or the temperature checks. Uh, Disney commented on their capacity, or has not, excuse me, Disney has not commented on their capacity adjustments at any of this point from, but what all of us have been seeing on social media, we kind of think that they're slowly, gradually raising their capacity, but not telling the public and i think actually stephanie we might have talked about this last week that that was right. our that was that was our thing that we thought was like a little secret they were just i mean if you look at people. the pictures and the videos that people are posting it's like wall-to-wall -wall people right. like they're not social distancing i saw pictures of one of those cavalcades and like people were not social distancing they were like right on top of each other so it looks like people like that it has increased because it's, it's oh yeah it just is silly to me that disney is saying oh no, no 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 we aren't going to increase at all this time and yet the pictures show differently right oh, yeah. well and especially since restaurants can now be at 100 percent capacity i mean you know that they're probably they probably did open the, the you know more tables and stuff at the restaurants that are open yeah because we have so many restaurants that still haven't reopened right um I just booked a trip this week, by the way, shout out to Crystal. We were booking her trip and I was going through my list to tell her what restaurants would be a choice and what weren't when she was there because, and I had to go through because I didn't even know, I don't think we reported on all of them that are open or that are still closed. Some of them are really shocking to me. And I know Hohana is one of the ones that she wishes was reopened as well. So interesting. I just hope it's reopened by the time we go and seeing our girls trip, I can't even make reservations because that's where we want to stay because they're not going to open until summer of next year. So what the heck am I going to do? Am I going to wait to make reservations for in next summer? Well, is the restaurant going to be closed while the rest of the resort is closed? They haven't said. Ohana hasn't reopened since March. Yeah. yeah. They, they I wonder. I haven't heard that anywhere, but I'd be curious to know if it's going to be closed along with everything else. I would say probably if the resort is closed, mm -hmm. that they're not going to open it until the resort opens. That's my gut. I could be wrong, but. But my heart is still dreaming. I know. I ju it just sucks. I mean, I just sent, I have a client leaving um, Thursday and I just sent a list of resorts and stuff that are actually open because they wanted to hop to some of the different resorts just to check them out. And I had to send her a list of the ones that were open. And sad. It's very sad. Different time, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, a positive is that we had for the longest time been reporting on hours being cut and cut and cut. And it was, they just kept being extended with these, these hours that, that were no longer giving you the, the full bang for your buck. Well, recently that's kind of made a turnaround. So they are seeing an increase in guests and Disney has extended the extra hours through December 
on the weekends to accommodate the crowds. So if you are visiting on a weekend, your hours have been extended. The Magic Kingdom is going to be open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. on weekdays. And from October 9th through the 12th, the hours will be 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. So an extra hour there. And we know that is Columbus weekend, which is also a very busy weekend at the Magic Kingdom. Any holiday is gonna be busy there. Epcot hours for the weekends for Friday through Sunday will be 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And then October 9th through 12th and October 16th through 18th. And then also on October 23rd to 25th. And then the Animal Kingdom hours have been extended to 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on those dates as well. At this time, Hollywood Studios extended this past weekend hours, but we haven't gotten any word on future weekend extensions as of yet. So beginning this weekend, which is the October 9th through 12th, Disney Springs is also going to be open most Friday and Saturday evenings until 11 p.m. But that's got to be hitting them hard, too, because they used to stay open until 2 a.m. Right. And I wonder if yeah. they'll ever go back to that. I think they will. I think they'll get there. I think it might be a year or two, but yeah. So, so crazy. So speaking of the Polynesian, construction began on it. Construction walls um, are in place and construction signs have been placed on the property, letting guests know to be aware. Also, the signs are in place, letting the guests know where the new check-in desk is at the Pongo Pongo station. Last week, we reported that the Polynesian monorail would be in closing on October 4th. Disney has extended that date until November 2nd. Bus transportation from the Polynesian is still open, as well as a walkway to the ticket and transportation center. So they extended the monorail going there, but is the construction still happening this month? Yeah, so... Sounds like it, yeah. But they're still going to have the Moana Mercantile open. I think we reported on this last week. And and the two restaurants are... Is that right? Yes. So what are they they doing exactly? Are they just refurbing it, basically? Well, the front, if you look, you can look on on Disney. I don't remember where they're... It might be on Disney.com. I'm not sure. But it shows the renderings of what they're doing to the front to make it... It's actually more glitzy, for lack of a better way of saying that. It's supposed to look more like Alani, I think. It looks a lot more, you know, like the structure of it. That would be pretty. I don't care as long as they're done with construction by next October. (laughs) (laughs) They should be. I mean, that's their projection. They want, because that is one of the resorts that opened October 1st. Um, That was in my Disney News, or my history for this month. Um, Because they're also going to be celebrating their 50th anniversary. So It was... um, uh, Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. It also opened in October. Um, October 19, I don't remember the year, but I actually stayed there the month it opened. Oh, it was cool. it was called the Dixie Landings then. Oh, very cool. But yeah, so I think that they're doing that because they still have people making reservations and stuff for the restaurant, at least for Kona. I get, you can't really make reservations for the, what is it, the Tambu Lounge? see where uh, one of the walk-up restaurants was open there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember which one it is. I can't either, but I remember seeing that. So, so. obviously, some things are still open. Yeah, I'm looking at all the construction photos 
or updated construction photos right now, but it's hard to kind of tell exactly what's open in them. Well, that's why um, I know, I think it was Stephanie that said that last week, make sure you check. Yeah. Check the times because you don't know if your restaurant's going to be open and you want to go to it and you don't want to be disappointed. Just make sure right. that surely they won't make a reservation for Kona if they know that it's going to be construction going I on. I don't even think you can make reservations for the ones that aren't open. Do what? I don't think you can make reservations for the restaurants that are not open. No, no, no. Kona is open. Oh, I gotcha. I Sorry, just need moment. It's okay. <laughs> I wish you could make a reservation for Ohana at Christmas because we're staying off property this time for the, um, but yeah. Darn. I want to go there. Dang I want to take my mom. So we have some annual pass holder news. Annual pass sales are going to be evaluated on a case by case basis. New annual passes are not being sold at this point. However, past pass holders may have the opportunity to extend or repurchase their passes if theirs expired or if they canceled their pass earlier this year. There are no guarantees, but some pass holders may be able to review. So simply call 407-WDW-PASS for more information. So I am not an annual pass holder, but for those of you that are, that might be important to know. I was thinking about getting one for next year, but you can't. I know. <laughs> Get it. Guess I can. Call and schmooze them. See if they'll let you have it. <laughs> That's so crazy that they are not selling those right now because I know that was a big part of their income. Right. Well, no, I, I know one I, of the the vloggers that I watched the other day was saying that he couldn't get in as a pass holder so he actually bought a ticket to get in so he could video oh wow wow I, was like, I just wonder what they're gonna do because I mean they do have a couple of you know promos out right now but they're not that great honestly I, I, I just I, and I've had so many people tell me well why do I want to go when there's hardly anything open why do I want to pay all that money? I'm like, oh, I would. <laughs> <laughs> if they've been there before, then they they understand the magic portion of it. It's when right. it's brand new and they've never been there. I just, I hesitate to send anybody that's never been because they're not getting the full experience and you don't want them to get a bad taste of their mouth. You want them to go yeah. and they're going to enjoy it like we always have. Well, so here's some good news out of Shanghai. They will be hosting their Halloween party. So from October 5th to November the 1st, guests can enjoy the Halloween decorations, dress up following Disney protocol, trick or treat. And on October 30th and 31st, Shanghai is going to host a Halloween party within the park. There'll be character encounters, dance parties, live dance music, and special fireworks. And the one thing that I couldn't find was if that is has a separate price because for us in the United States, right. it's a separate price. Right. That would be for sure. That sounds like so much fun though. I love it. No, I do. I think that's great. And then Disneyland Paris will begin using virtual queues, much like what Universal uses. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's pretty cool though. Mm -hmm. uh, guests need to go on through their app and they can book a ride and then the app, it's kind of like Rise of the Resistance. Um, the ride, the app lets them know when they come back to enjoy their ride or attraction. I think they should do that for all of the rides. I mean, especially when it's, if they're opening back up and the lines are freaking long. I, I mean, that would make sense, don't you think? Well, yesterday, I don't know if you guys watched yeah. anything, but, um, the rock and roller coaster line 
was from Rock and Roller Coaster down the street all the way to the fountain. I saw that. Wow. Now, keep There's in mind, it I was six feet apart. in that line. <laughs> they said it was only 45 minutes, but wow. it's because they were all social distanced. Right. And this in the line to Tower of Terror, they were bringing in where Phantasmic, we're used to wait for Phantasmic, and they were winding it around that way, social distanced. <laughs> so it was interesting. And Slinky Dog Dash was all the way by uh, what One Man's Dream, which is now called Walt Disney Presents. And imagine when they increase the park capacity. That's just, wow. And I had heard that they were going to start cutting down on the social distancing a little bit. Or they could. Not that they were, but that they could cut down on some of the... Well, honestly, I think we know after being in school for six weeks that we could probably go to three feet. Well, my kids are. My room's not big enough for six feet. And the parents know that. They've seen enough pictures. I send them pictures of stuff. But because we're wearing masks and we're still not sitting like on top of each other and we use sanitizer when we leave the room and we bring sanitizer when we come in the room and we use lemon quad on our desks. And so, yeah, I think that if you take take the precautions, they could probably get by with doing three feet, which would be able to double their numbers a little bit. I'm not excited. I wonder if they do like Universal does before you even get on the ride, they squirt. Um, hand sanitizer in your hand before you even get on. Maybe. That I did not hear. I will find out soon. Actually, Betsy will be there before me, so I will (laughs) have her tell us. I'm so jealous. I'm getting in one of your all suitcases. I'm telling you. Okay. (laughs) We won't tell anybody. Stow away. (laughs) Okay, so as we mentioned a couple weeks back, Disney's Hollywood and Vine reopened this week, and I am really excited because we all know I love my uh, character meet and greet meals. So we have got Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, and Goofy. They're going to join you for a delicious meal while dressed in their Halloween costumes to make it extra festive. They do, of course, have to stay socially distanced, so if you were wanting that really close-up picture, Disney's, you know, they're saying, whoops, sorry. You have to settle for a socially distanced pick. At the end of your meal, Disney will give you a two-sided card that has the pictures of the characters, and they will have all signed their names on the back because they can't do signatures and use your pen and get that close to, to trade things back and forth. Um, this restaurant used to be a buffet, but of course, COVID changed that as well. It's now going to be a table service restaurant um, where you would order your prefix meal. It does have unlimited supply of salad and bread. You would choose your entree and a dessert and then a non-alcoholic beverage or water or tea milk. The dinner is $36 for children ages three to nine and it's $55 for ages um, 10 and up for an adult meal. And if you've not watched this on YouTube, I totally would tell you to because it's, I was enjoying it. Uh, Kaylee watched it with me too. We were enjoying it, like reliving it, like when we were there, but it was different characters, of course. Right. But the person that we watched, she ended up being in there for almost two hours and she saw Goofy and Pluto, I think she said three times, because they just come and they like dance by and you can grab pictures as they're dancing by. And she saw Mickey and Minnie a couple times. But, um, and, and then she said the food was really good. Not that she was putting the food down from before, but um, it was made to order. It's not like, you know, 
spaghetti in a pot and just throw it on a plate. Right. That's part of the reason why my husband doesn't want to go back to Disney right now. It's because all the buffets are gone. He loved the buffets. Oh, I'm not saying. Well, he's he still has some. What was the one I was watching the other day? Oh, uh, Chef Mickey's is is the they've made it like Ohana, where they I bring heard the, that. Yeah, they I bring heard the, that. Like the family meals. Yeah, and, and then the have, characters are going to come back. When does that start? I, I, that I, I didn't see. Today. I did see it, and I read it today, and I don't remember what it said. I was looking today to see if I saw anything at the last minute, because you know, always when we plan ahead, that's what happens. Of course. So, Summerfest in German Pavilion has reopened this week, but we want to make you aware that the menu is severely limited. One thing that won't let you down is a delicious jumbo pretzel that is still in the menu and, of course, some beer. We've seen the decreased menus with the reopening of a lot of our favorite Disney restaurants. Like many of the restaurants, this is only going to be open on the weekends for right now. Several of the locations in Epcot have begun selling wine by the glass now. Yay! Because <laughs> Florida has lifted the ban on reopening the bars. Italy's Anatica Gastello has reopened and is now selling their wine by the glass. I'm in. <laughs> you know me and wine. I'm in. Yeah, that sounds good. Should be <laughs> on the next flight. <laughs> the China street fries are back. These were a huge seller last year at the Food and Wine Festival. This year you can get the firecracker shrimp on top of the China street fries for $7.50. And the donut box has finally opened at the Food and Wine Festival. It is a guest favorite every year. They have strawberry chocolate and red velvet glazed donut holes for $4, along with smoothies, milk stout, and the returning black and white coffee cocktail. We hit both of those last year. And were they as delicious as they sound? Yes. Now we didn't get anything on our street fries because my husband and I shared it. And he doesn't like like shrimp or anything, so we just had them plain, and they were good. And then, and he's kind of picky about stuff like that anyway. And the donuts were amazing. We actually bought two uh, things of the donut holes and like shared them. I think we got a chocolate and the strawberry. Yeah, that would be good together. Oh, so here's another big uh, food thing. Sorry if anybody's hungry because this is making me hungry and I actually just <laughs> had dinner. Um, the Magic Kingdom Spring Roll Cart has reopened in Adventureland. I don't think that I've ever partook from there or partaken from so there. So good. The um, cheeseburger ones are amazing. Well, Those Joey, are my favorite. Joey got all excited and then he's like, did you hear what kinds there were? Two spring rolls um, on the menu right now is pepperoni and cheeseburger. They have been known to have Philly cheesesteak and bacon mac and cheese, but currently uh, the... Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is so good. It took him forever to eat a spring roll, the real kind, not the kind that Disney makes. And so he was kind of excited at the idea of trying those. And then he saw that he's like, I don't know about that. I said, you probably like it. You like a cheeseburger. And then Friars Nook also reopened at Magic Kingdom. And the menu includes bacon, mac and cheese, tater bites, brat and tater bites hot dog and tater bites and the loaded buffalo chicken tater bites which sound amazing and i don't remember where fryer nooks is i want to say it's in adventureland i think so i think you're right anything buffalo chicken has my heart I know. that's what i was gonna say yeah, those are good that mm -hmm. does sound tasty 
That's what we had for dinner yesterday. Yum. So I've been taking some food over in one of my favorite parks, Animal Kingdom. The spicy steak bowl can be found at the Nomad Lounge. Um, there is a pumpkin, uh, and the pumpkin fudge has returned to Ritzero's Confectionery. Then at Grand Floridian's Gasparilla Island Grill, you can find the Nightmare Before Christmas treat. There's a Sally Whoopie Pie, which is two heart white cakes with vanilla frosting, and it's designed to look like Sally's dress. Zero has a spooky dog color bone eclair. It's a bone shaped with green icing and Zero's name on top and filled with custard. And then oh. Jack Skellington's cake pop is a giant cake pop. Um, this one is a pumpkin spice cake with vanilla shell. And then there's a mini witch cupcake, which is also spotted. And it's a chocolate cupcake with cookies and cream filling and Oreos for the ears with a chocolate ganache on top. Yum, that sounds good. So sticking with the food theme, at Wilderness <laughs> Lodge, there are two new Halloween treats. The first is a spooky Mickey brownie that is shaped like Mickey and topped with a white frosting web and a chocolate spider. The second is going batty cupcake that is a chocolate cupcake with cookies and cream filling with a ganache icing. It is topped with a black dyed sugar cookie head and black sugar cookie wings. The mini ears to talk about this week are a lot like the original black mini ears with the red bow. But the black mini ears now have a large white polka dots and the red bow is larger and puffier. I'll have to see this. Danielle Nicole has released on an adorable new Tangled bag that is designed like the Tangled frying pan, and it can be purchased for $68. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that sounds cute. You know, and it's funny about the mini ears. I have those black mini ears with the red bow. So I wonder what the larger bow looks like. So I was trying to think, did you see the ones? I think they came out last week. And I thought they were out before, but the bow is just like puffed up, like they filled it with now, see, feathers. I saw something. those last year. Something uh -oh. similar. Well, it's oversized. I mean, it's yeah. You know, the bow, they were the bow huge. Used to be like this, and now the bow's like. But this I don't big. remember if I saw them at Disney World or on Disney Cruise. Hmm. <laughs> you could have seen them on the cruise because a lot of times I think my friend that's DVC said that they start things on the cruise to see how it's going to go. Maybe that's where I did see them was on the cruise. Interesting. Well, if you need some new shades, there are new Mickey Ray-Bans. The arms feature different pictures of Mickeys throughout the years, and they can be found at Sunglass Hut for a mere $244. <laughs> I'm going to get three pair. Just kidding. <laughs> um, there are also a lot of new mugs. At Boutique, you can find a Mary Poppins mug with Mary's umbrella as a little stirrer, and that is for $22.99. That sounds super cute. There is a new Winnie the Pooh mug for $19.99, and an extra large stitch mug for $22.99 that comes with a palm tree spoon. At the Pop Century store, you can find a new Cheshire Cat sketch mug and a stitch sketch mug for $19.99. And there is a new Toy Story mug at Hollywood Studios. 
So who is it in our group that loves mugs? Nina and Betsy. Okay, so there you go. Now you know. I know, I was just thinking somebody want to bring back one of the Stitch Sketch mugs for my birthday when they come back. (laughs) (laughs) If they still have them when I get there at this point, they could sell out. All right, so you like mugs and I like pins, so this part's for me. There are some new pins out that can be found at Frontier Trading Post at the Magic Kingdom. There are only 1,500 sets of these five villain pins, and they are going for $109. I know, that's a little steep. Individually, these villain pins go for $17.99 each, with the exception of Ursula. You can only get her if you buy the set. There is a limited edition Goofy Taco pin as well that celebrates National Taco Day this past Sunday, and it can be found at Animal Kingdom. So if you're a pin trader or collector, there you go. That pin is super cute. And I'm the taco one? Taco. The taco one. Oh, no, I didn't... I couldn't see them very, the pictures that I saw of those are dark, but of course they're villains. So I figured that's why it was so hard for me to, to, to notice them. Um, I like the pins, but I don't wear them anywhere except for at Disney when we go and who would want to wear something that costs that much money? I, I don't know. I mean, a pin collector, so I got it, but I just mean, um, but I might like the goofy taco one and I'm not, I think the goofy thing comes cause that was my dad's favorite car- character is the only thing I could figure out, but he's all got his face on with this taco in his hand for taco, <laughs> which I wasn't, e- wasn't even sure. I didn't hear it was not national taco day. I should have had tacos on Sunday. So the wave at the contemporary resort and Kona cafe at the Polynesian resort are the latest table service restaurants that have been added to the mobile table service app. We had mentioned, I believe last week that Sanaa, is that right? Stephanie Sanaa was the first yeah. one and at, at Animal Kingdom. And so now we have the Wave and Kona Cafe, which I've never eaten at the Wave, and but I've heard the food is amazing. Um, I know some people like to go there every time they go. So if you are one of those people, you now can do mobile table service app, take it back to your resort or eat it outside on the, the can't even talk, Magic Kingdom grounds, however you want to do it. Uh, reports from Florida say that the parks have been more packed than ever since March of this year. Hollywood Studios is probably the most difficult park to get around due to the sheer number of guests, which if you watched any videos, you know that. So, for example, the Smuggler's Run had an 80-minute wait at one point this weekend. And we are wondering, again, I think I said this earlier, if the numbers have been increased without letting us know. Um, we're just worried about the COVID continuing to rise and the crazy numbers again. We don't really want to go back to that. Right. No. 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 Never again. Right. <laughs> all right. So, Margie, I'm wondering if you're listening to this part. This is all about some uh, some of your favorite characters. There is a limited edition set of ears at Walt Disney World. They are droid ears with BB-8 and R2-D2 as the ears. And then there is a bow that's gold that represents C-3PO. Totally adorable. Um, Ashley Eckstein, which is the voice of uh, Ahsoka Tano, is that how you would say her? Okay, she is, she's the designer of these three ears. They come in a designer display box, so they are quite official, um, with a magnetic closure and a velvet bag. 
I saw these on Facebook and they are too cute. They're I adorable. I yeah, look at the price. <laughs> I didn't see a price. I was like, oh. um, Margie's going to be all over these ears. They're adorable. Um, they were available on Shop Disney for $78. However, they are, of course, sold oh, out. out. And so now you can only find them on eBay and people <gasps> have started selling them oh. for a hundred and. Uh, $45 is the starting price, and they go up from there. That is just ridiculous. People are yeah, awful. That's sad. Gouging Sorry, people Margie. during COVID. <laughs> so work continues on the M&M store at Disney Springs, and the store is offering a virtual trick-or-treat app. On the construction walls, guests can scan a QR code to access Treat Town Halloween a new app from Mars that allows guests to virtually trick-or-treat. Treat Town Halloween is a first-of-its-kind app that lets you buy virtual candy credits that trick-or-treaters can redeem for real candy. It's a safe way to enjoy trick-or-treating with all the fun and feels, and candy, of course, of Halloween night all October long. Plus, you can invite friends and family from across the country to share in the fun. That's 31 days of trick-or-treating in more neighborhoods than ever before. Become a candy giver to get started. Then you can help trick-or-treaters in your household create avatars and get started with trick-or-treating. Customize your door with spectacular decorations and sounds. Buy virtual candy credits to fill your bowl and give out to trick-or-treaters. Visit the arcade to play mini games and earn spooky points. Invite friends and family from all over the country to participate. Give treats. Beware of tricks. Here's how it works for trick-or-treaters. Create a monster avatar. It's just like picking out your costume. Collect virtual candy credits to redeem for real candy. Play virtual tricks and mini-games to earn spooky points. Explore Treat Town, including the Disney's Haunted Mansion and M&M's New York. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Abby about this and have Abby check into it. She would really like this. Yeah, I think it sounded a fun. lot of fun, especially since she feels like she's too old to go trick or treating, like real trick or treating. Yeah, she wasn't yeah. gonna go this year unless she went with her friends. It sounds yeah, fun. it does sound like fun. So the Liberty Liberty Square Riverboat in Tom Sawyer Island will be closed for a long refurbishment until early 2021. The Rivers of America has to be drained for this closure. If you remember, in late August, the Liberty Square Riverboat was closed for refurbishment for a week. We're wondering if they found something that made this extended refurbishment necessary. And if not, then why are we having this long closure? That would make sense. Yeah. That's always one of my favorites. Well, it's just peaceful and... I was like bummed because they just did a refurbishment and I'm just like, didn't they just do a refurbishment? <laughs> they did indeed. Oh, well. Yeah. It makes me sad whenever I see any body of water drained. Yeah. Well, just, it it, it makes me feel like they found something. I mean, I don't know that. That's just when they don't put it out there, then it makes people speculate. Maybe there's a leak somewhere or something that they have to fix. Maybe so. Or a family of alligators moved in? I'm just kidding. I'm so <laughs> you never know. This is where my mind goes. And so that's why I'm like, wouldn't it be easier if you just said, hey, there's a leak that we need to fix? 
Don't make us think. <laughs> Don't leave it up to us. <laughs> <laughs> this past Sunday, October 4th, was the day that unionized workers were scheduled to get their raise. Local 737 Union represents housekeeping, food, and beverage cast members. They received a dollar raise, which makes the new minimum wage $14 an hour. The local union confirmed on Facebook that they received their raise. And unfortunately, this came after we heard about the 28,000 Disney cast members who are losing their jobs. If you would like to support the 28,000 cast members, you can donate to their Amazon wish list. They have one. You have to search for it because I couldn't find what the name of it was. Or they have um, a Venmo account that you can send money to, and it's at Cast Member Pantry. And the money goes <clears throat> towards items for the cast members that have lost their jobs. And again, our hearts and prayers are continuing to be with these families because I can't imagine, because you know some of them are husband and wife or uh, spouses or just boyfriend and girlfriend living together, and now they've just found out that their jobs are gone. Feels so sad. Yeah, that's tough. Well, this is the opposite of a, a cut, a budget cut. Um, Disney's still been doing some renovations um, and construction. So construction continued this past week on the Swan Reserve Tower. The left side of the tower has been covered with wave paneling. It looks like water rippling, especially whenever the sun hits it at just the right light. It's really cool looking. The blue to white panels add to the nautical theme of the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin, which is situated near Disney's boardwalk. The Walt Disney World Swan Reserve will feature a rooftop restaurant and lounge, which will have a dedicated ground floor entrance and an elevator for those not staying at the resort. It's going to seat 375 guests at this upscale restaurant with a partial expo kitchen. The bar will have about 40 seats. The windows will be floor to ceiling, which is going to give a great view of Walt Disney World, including a rooftop trellis area with an unobstructed view. Upon uh, completion, Swan Reserve will join the Swan and Dolphin Resort Complex near Epcot, which has 349 rooms, taking the total number of rooms available at the complex to 2,600. Like the Swan and Dolphin Hotel, Swan Reserve will have walking access to Epcot, Disney Hollywood Studios, and Disney's Boardwalk, Yacht Club, and Beach Club Resorts, making it a place that is up there on the list of must-go-to and must-visit Absolutely. I know. I was just thinking that it's on the other side of Disney property, you know, because you got California Grill. That's such an amazing view. You're probably going to be able, depending on where you're sitting in that restaurant, be able to see the Epcot fireworks or the Fantasmic fireworks at Hollywood Studios if those ever come back. Very true. So the grim groaning ghosts have come to Spotify. Now that it's finally October, the spooky season is officially in full, full swing. What better way to continue ringing in the season than with a terrifying, entertaining Disney Halloween playlist? A playlist can be found on Spotify, Apple Music, and other streaming services. Whether you enjoy songs from the classics like The Nightmare Before Christmas, The Little Mermaid, and The Hunchback of Notre Dame, or newer titles like The Princess and the Frog, Maleficent, and Coco, mm -hmm. Disney Music Halloween Playlist is sure to make you oogie boogie. The playlist also includes music from popular eerie attractions such as The Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, and The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. 
I actually listened to this playlist today while I was working. It was that awesome. That is awesome. It was so cool. So on September 4th, Disney released Mulan on Disney+. Plus. Many doubted that subscribers would pay the $29.99 to watch the movie, but about a third of the subscribers did, and my family was one of them. We loved it. My girls loved it. They want to watch it almost every day. And the live-action Mulan has been talked up for the past couple of years in the media. So Disney has not released the amount earned from the thrilling movie, but on Tuesday, October 6th, Disney released Mulan to third-party video on-demand streaming services, Vudu, Fandango Now, Amazon Prime Video, and others for $29.99. Fandango and Vudu offered a $3 rebate to anyone that pre-ordered it. If you aren't ready to part with $29.99 though, Disney Plus is still planning to put Mulan out to all of its subscribers on December 4th. So we can't wait. I've already seen it, but if you haven't yet, I really enjoyed it and I hope everyone else would too. We're waiting until December. <laughs> I was told it was my homework two weekends ago by one of my colleagues and I still haven't watched it. Oh. I mean, we made it like a, a special night at home. We did a little, you know, carpet picnic in front of the TV and everybody watched it and it was good fun. The kids got to stay up a little late and they Isn't, loved it. I, I loved think, it. I think Margie um, made a special night too, right? Doesn't she usually do them? She does. I don't know if yeah, she, she did. Fun. I think she this did. This one she did? I think she did. Now, our we have a drive-in that's like about an hour away from us and they are playing Hocus Pocus. Awesome. And I'm, maybe Abby and I might do it Friday. If I don't go racing with the boys Friday night, I might take Abby and go to the drive-in and watch Hocus Pocus. So fun. I think there's one near us too that's doing Hocus Pocus. Well, I don't, I thought it was somebody, oh, it was Margie that told us this last week. They went to the Walmart drive-in and watched a movie. Um, hmm. so, some of the local Walmarts have been putting up huge screens in their parking lot and you buy the tickets online and it's just by car and then you go and watch a movie. But I, for the life of me, cannot remember what movie she said. Do you, Steph? Nope. Nope. I wonder if any of our Walmarts are doing that. I don't know. I think you can just get online and look. I haven't heard that about ours, but we are more I'm suburban area than, uh, than you. You probably have a better chance of getting a Walmart to do that. I got three within 45 minutes of me. <laughs> I think drive-ins are the way to go right now. Um, they've been they've been making some like some of the bigger like some of the movie theaters that were in Cincinnati that couldn't open. Um, they were making their parking lot into drive-ins. That's a good well, idea. I think they're going to have to because I heard this morning on the news. This isn't Disney related, but it, it is because the Disney movies play in the movie theater. Right. But they're saying movie theaters might not be able to resume until 2021 because they keep pushing the dates of all movies that were supposed to come and they can't afford to pay their um, workers. I mean, yeah. and that makes sense. And plus, they were saying, um, so when we went to, um, we went to the movie. it was social distance, but there was, there's a movie theater here that plays like older movies. And they were playing Breakfast Club and we were just saying how cool that would be. So uh, some of my friends, well, one of my friends and her husband and Brad and I went and um, the sodas were all flat. So I don't uh -huh. think they've replaced them since mm -hmm. the whole time. And we told him it was flat and he's like, we're sorry, that's all we have. 
Oh no. <laughs> I know there's at least one theater around here where you can rent the theater for yourself or a group of people that you're comfortable with and it was only $99. And I oh, thought that's it was awesome. bad. Yeah, if you oh. split it between a few people, that's not bad. I mean, by the time you take your family to the movie theater, you're paying a lot of money anyways. I usually um, spend about a hundred bucks if I take all of my kids and my nephew. By the time I, with, between tickets and food and stuff, it's a hundred bucks. Yeah. So going along with that delay in movies, it's not a Disney movie, but I am super excited about Dune that is supposed to be coming out in December. And I just saw an article today that its release has been pushed to October, 2021. Oh. And I am just very saddened by this. So if you're a Dune fan, I'm sorry. That would be a cool way to do a birthday party, even, even like adults or children, mm -hmm. depending on what movies you could get. Yeah. Um, See, our movie theater does that. They actually have a party room. But it's expensive. It's like that's what I'm for, saying. Ninety nine dollars is not bad. It's like five hundred bucks. It's, Ooh, it's crazy. I bet you nope. get a discount now. Probably. But I mean, I'm thinking like Lucy is Lucy's going to be five this year, uh, right? Yeah, in April. In April. But I mean, like for a fifth birthday party, how cool would that be to invite some of your friends and like if they were playing. Uh, a Disney movie or something, they could dress up like princesses and show up and go. How cool would that be? Yeah, that would be awesome. I, did, I had no idea they did things like that. That's really neat. It's very fun. I think we need to look into that. Definitely. Because, I mean, they're going to have to do something to recoup their money or we're going to have more drive-ins again. Because, I mean, that's not how drive-ins started, I don't think. But they <laughs> could make... We only have... The closest one we have is Belleville. And so that's not far, but... It's not something you want to drive at night on the weeknights when you have nope. to work the next day. So nope. it'll it'll be very interesting to see as the months continue and even into the future what sort of major societal shifts come from this. And movie theaters might be one of them. And that scares me a little bit thinking about, you know, if movie theaters don't exist, will we shift to streaming platforms like how Disney has released Mulan for $30 for you to be able to stream. Is that going to be something that is in our future? You know, it's very possible. So strange. I did see on the news this morning, they were talking about where Regal Cinemas is not doing very good. Yeah, they're not reopening here. Yeah. Well, anywhere, right? Yeah, they're not they're here either. Closed. Yep. I'm not sure we have a Regal here, stuff. We we did. Oh, we did? At Mills Mall. Oh, 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 oh. Is it still there? I thought it was. I don't know. Because the mall, the mall itself <laughs> is kind of... Uh... They took ours out, um, the Regal Cinema that we had here, and they changed it to... I can't think of the name of it now, but it was some. it's owned by somebody else. Oh, crazy. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week, Gina and Sarah. It's always been fun. It's, I mean, it's always fun when you guys are here helping us uh, spread the Disney joy. Sometimes it's not, I know, but for the most part, we try to bring you the good stuff, guys. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com 
Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Twitter page, Mousecapades Pod. And be sure to listen to Friday's show as Vicki, Brad, and Kaylee give us fun facts and secrets with a former Disney cast member, Part 2. If you are interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, history, and more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com and Gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. And all our wishes You see, it's just like I told you. Wishes can come true if you believe in them with all your heart. And the best part is you'll never run out of wishes. They're shining deep down inside of you. Because that, my friends, is where the magic lives. Wishes. Thanks.